Hi guys, Princess here, and this is another episode of By Pumpkin, and this time, I got a fucking guest, Kara. Hi. Hi, Hi, Princess. Happy to be here once again. Yeah, I'm so happy to have you. I'm so happy to have a guest. Not that anybody's, like, complaining. Not that anybody's, like, sending me messages going, and when are you going to have a guest? But I just feel like sometimes everyone's like, this bitch is just talking to herself in the dark. Oh, and I don't I think am, people but... feel that way at all, Princess. I think people love you for you. Mm. <laughs> all right, Karen. I'm laying on a little thick there, buddy. No, I'm, I'm, not even, I'm not even trying to be nice to you. You know I'm not trying to do that, but I, it's true. I know. <laughs> I know. When are you going to have me back on your show? You said you were going to bully me to get me back on your show. There's been no bullying. What's going on? Been no bullying. I, I, you know, it's like I, I have to have a feeling about a topic that I want to talk about. And I, I have to have it like be the right fit. So it's all just about like being the right fit. But if you, if there's something that you want to discuss, then hit me up all the time. Well, you know that I'm on, like, I'm not really watching, you know, I was going to call them trash TV, but everything we watch is trash TV, even the fucking news. So I don't know why I was going to say that. Yeah. You don't watch anything that I talk about. So no, I just, problem. I just listened to you. And so one day though, cause this Rona out here running the fucking streets, got us all locked up in here. Got me threatening my youngest son. I told him, ain't nobody investigating murders right now, bro. Ain't nobody doing any investigations. I can, I can get, you don't even go to school. I could put you underneath the house. No one would know. There's no one looking for you. Uh, anyway, so <laughs> I finally watched an episode of, um, oh, in real time, not like, like on a, um, a binge. I watched an episode of life after lockup, I guess, you know, it's yeah. the same fucking show, you know, whatever. And yeah. it was an episode where all I, Michael was out front in his dry ass fucking ponytail in front of a comfort inn uh-huh. and he had a white woman that looked like a cabbage patch doll a white latina <laughs> that looked like she had escaped a senior citizen's home that woman is old looking oh she had a rough fucking life they're both screaming the n-word yeah. using black scents and he's just he's getting upset because he wants to go upstairs and go to sleep i was i was like so maybe I should start watching this again. What the fuck am I watching right now? <laughs> Michael is a mess. He's a total disaster. I, you know, you're right. He's got that dry ass ponytail and I don't know why any woman is fighting over him, much less three. I know. I know. And he just needs like some oil or maybe some conditioner or if like we can go old school, he can just get like some of that blue magic grease. Like he needs to, he needs to moisturize. Some pink lotion. He needs a big oh. job, a big chop, and and to start over. Yes, and it's just so many women fighting over him. He doesn't have a job. He just got out of prison. Like, you know, I haven't been single in a very long time. Is Dick real scarce? Because when I was out there, it was just like, it would just show up in your inbox. It would show up in your phone. You didn't have to ask for it. You could just go um, to the mall and someone will offer you some. What are you, what's going on right now? I mean, yes and no. The streets uh, the streets out here are scary. And it's not just because of Corona, okay? <laughs> All right. Well, I'm just, I just, I just feel like there's like, Dick is just, they'll just give it to you. It's free. The, the prices are low. I mean, you just get it anywhere. In, literally anywhere. Why would I be in front of a comfort inn fighting over this man? Fighting. And 
the man that you and, have to like give money through Cash App on, like, come yes. on. You got to cash app him at least five times before he shows up to your house. I was, do you get, we're, we're, we're going to start talking about this episode, but first, Kara, do you remember, I want to say maybe five years ago on Facebook, there was this group that started, it was like a closed group and it was like, it, it was called like Beard Gang or something like that. And it was just like oh. thirsty dudes yes. in beards posting like, sweatpants pictures and then women and so many women were in this group so many church mothers i knew were like secretly in this fucking group and they just scroll and like kind of you know comment and you know just look at these pictures but i remember in one of them a woman posted and she was like i met up with so-and-so through this page and i sent him money for a bus ticket to come visit me and then he blocked me and I'm just sitting here with my son. He looking at me. I'm a single mother and I I I don't have any grocery money. And I was like, well, he wasn't bringing groceries, bitch. He was bringing dick. You'd still be hungry. You and your son would still be hungry unless you plan to eat the dick. So I I feel like Sarah, what's the, what's the Latina's name? Uh, Maria or something like that? I think so. Maria, Megan, all, I mean, Megan's less. I feel like all of these women would be in that group cash apping people money for bus tickets. It just, it seems very desperado. It's so desperate. I I just, I I mean, the only one who like kind of has a point is Sarah because she's got two kids by the guy. Like you're going to be stuck with him anyway. So, and yeah, and they're still married. You're going to be stuck with him for life regardless. So you know, you just got to set aside a little money from your waitressing job to put, you know, give him weed money for the week. That's just going to be your life, girl. You committed to that. But Maria and Megan can, you know, Megan can find herself a nice little boy at church and live a happy life. I, I saw on Twitter, somebody said someone was going on their first date this week and they were going to go to McDonald's and sit next to each other in the parking lot with their windows cracked and talk to each other. <sighs> and I was like, you need that bad, is huh? truly a fuckboy dream, <laughs> right? Like, I guess. I, I just, I, he doesn't want you. He wants your snacks and your toilet paper, bitch. Don't, don't <laughs> fucking fall. Just like, you never, I mean, this is hood shit, but you never, listen, if you're a single mom with like two kids, you never start dating somebody around January because he's just trying to get your tax money, bitch. He just wants your tax money. You don't talk <laughs> to nobody till April, May-ish, and your shit is already spent. That's what you do. He just needs Ooh. a couple new white, all-white outfits for the parties during the summer. <laughs> That's all he's trying to do. Um, I once, I think I was listening to Jaden XD and they were doing like a six brown chicks thing. And <laughs> Oh yeah. That's where I stole that from guys. I know a lot of you are white and you don't know that, but I stole it. I said I stole it from Jaden XD and I did. So. Uh, they were doing like a six brown chicks and it was like a girl who was like trying to figure out how to like basically she had had like a first bad date and was like oh should I proceed with this but basically what happened the guy told her that he was gonna like 
cook her dinner, blah, blah, blah. And it was like, we ended up splitting like half a bottle of warm Hennessy. And <laughs> he made like something real ghetto, like, pati- like you know, like hot dogs, and cheese bread. And hot dogs in it. Yeah. <laughs> hot dogs in it and yeah she's like so do I go on date number two with him like girl no all you you just established yourself as Oscar Mayer pussy and so she needs to move on from that well you know but on the other hand I'm gonna just keep it real that some of us are Oscar Mayer pussy so I mean don't try to be more than what you are don't try to be more than what you are Maria is definitely Mayer pussy but we can continue uh Definitely. She Maria looks like she has a 20-year-old son. I cannot yeah. believe what she, what I'm getting here, Kara. She looks too old for this. She looks too grown for this shit. She looks like she should know better. She looks too she, old for it. She doesn't look too grown. She she looks too <laughs> old. <laughs> I, I know. And then when Sarah admitted, she's like, well, he slept in the room with Aviana. No, that's a lie. We was fucking. <laughs> Sarah, you didn't even try to lie. You didn't come in here to lie. You came in here to tell us that you fucked him. And you wanted us to know. You wanted us to fucking know. She came in there to be like, no, I didn't. Yes, I did. (laughs) Girl, nobody's like, ugh, I can't with them. Well, I, I I feel bad for Sarah that he did all of that to her. She... He's running around the country. He ain't seen his fucking kids. He gonna show up and talk about how he gonna take his, how he gonna take you to court, knowing every time he's been to court, the outcome did not come in his favor. I don't know why he would want to go to court anymore. And also, he can't pick out those fucking kids in a lineup. What? Which kids? Tell me which ones they are, because I know you don't know what the kids look like, because you don't see them, bitch. So they inherited Sarah's face shape. That's the only way you can tell. Aww. <laughs> Poor kids. <laughs> I feel the same way about Amber and Gary and Leah. They're all have that like moon face. It's and it's not like they're not chubby. It's just the shape of their face. It's just a moon face. I'm real upset that you up here caught, said Gary is not chubby. I don't know why you said that. <laughs> I mean Leah's not chubby. <laughs> no, she's not. And she, Amber Amber can be very small sometimes. We just all think of her as a big person, but she's not. Not and really. even at her biggest, she wasn't that big. Like she, she's yeah, only a ten. <laughs> she has like a she has a you know like some over some big people have small faces or like if they're just taking a picture, mm-hmm. you wouldn't know that they were as big as they were if yeah. you were taking it from the neck up. She's just got a fat face, yeah. and it makes she, you yeah. bigger than she is, and she's not. Yeah, yeah. I mean, I also think Amber and Gary are cousins, so oh. I mean, well. They they live in a little tiny Indiana um, town, right? It's Indiana, and or they did. And then Gary didn't know who his daddy was. So if I would have, if I was Amber and I would have saw Gary out there, I would have been like, no, I can't fuck with him. He doesn't even know who his daddy is. It could be my daddy. I don't fucking know. It could be. We'll yeah, see if Gary so- has any Native American blood in him, and then we'll go from there. <laughs> <laughs> don't they all? Don't they all? I'm just imagining Gary like with a bunch of bundles in his hair talking about I got Indian in me. That's what I'm imagining. That's what I saw. Him flipping these bundles. Uh, <laughs> I'm like, who bought that hair? I'm poor Cherokee. <laughs> I'm poor 
<laughs> I think we lost half the audience. Half the audience is like, what? <laughs> oh, sorry, sorry, well, guys. We're back. We're back. We're back. We're back. So, so I've been on Princess Death Watch, and it appears that you're still alive. Because you've been very adamant that you are going to be dying. Yeah, I'm gonna, like, I don't know if it's gonna be this week, but I'm gonna die. I can't live forever. I, I, it's coming. It's, it's, it's gonna come. One day, I'm just gonna like, feel this tap on my shoulder. I'm gonna look back there. It's gonna be the Grim Reaper. I'm gonna be like, all right, then. Let me just get my purse. Uh, you're gonna out us all. I guarantee it. I don't think so. I really don't think so. I am very close to death. I feel it all the time. Oh, and Christmas. the funniest part is we've been healthier than we've ever been. My kids are always sick, but I mean, they're not going to school and they just all want to go to school so bad. They're so bored. Today I went to HEB, which is the grocery store in Texas. Mm-hmm. Um, I did the pickup, the curbside pickup, which they were really good about. And and the lady told me that all the employees are getting paid $2 more an hour for the next six weeks, I believe. Um, everyone's getting more hours. They are bringing them food and like being really nice to them. And I appreciate that. But anyway, as I was going, um, the kids saw that I was leaving and they were running to my fucking truck. <laughs> Two of them tried to hang on to the fucking bumper. <laughs> they were just like, take you. I was like, you guys <laughs> out of here there's just but yeah um kara i'm i'm not long for this world i mean you guys gotta enjoy what i'm putting out here princess is so dark stop it (laughs) everybody says this every time i talk about dying people are like princess why would you say that because it's true it's (laughs) fucking true and i'm also watching what's that thing called tiger king i'm watching that yes Uh uh-huh um, I, you know why I'm watching it? Cause you tweeted, I think it was you that said all this hair to teeth ratio, all this hair and not enough teeth or something like that. Oh, and no. I, was, <laughs> <laughs> I thought that was you. You're so fucking funny. And so oh. I was like, let me watch this. Cause apparently everybody's got a lot of hair and no teeth. And if, if you look at this through the lens that uh, Carol is Deb's OG, which she looks just like her and acts just like her, really like her. makes it a, a treat. It's a real treat. And that voice, you could just hear her saying baby goo goo or whatever the fuck she says to. It's, it's that eerily calm, creepy voice that you know she killed her husband. That's the voice. Yeah. She's got bodies. Carol, I'm pretty sure she killed her husband. Um, I find Joe, that's the gay one, right? The gay one, the gay cowboy sing, uh, singer. He's got two husbands. He's mm-hmm. wearing eyeliner in this. Like, he got dressed I up. I think it's tattoo. Oh, my God. <laughs> <laughs> he made a permanent decision. Okay. Um, <laughs> but I find, even though I think she killed her husband, I'm still like, good because joe is such an asshole when he's like doing videos of her husband where he puts his mouth and eyes in there and it's like oh my god that was so funny and then the other one um doc i i just remember the exact moment i go oh it's a cult it's a cult like 115 pound like women with with yoga names yeah. And that woman who's like, I 
I never agreed to get the breast implants, but I did want a day off of work. I did want to rest. (laughs) I was just so tired that I just like, I know this is going to get me a few days off. Oh, that poor thing. Everybody is a disaster. The whole time I'm watching it, I was like, "Mm, it's like some white people nonsense. I only see two brown people and they look suspect. So... This is, uh, I, I'm just saying, you can say a lot of shit about my cousin, man, man, a lot, okay? But let me tell you what, you'll never say he was running a cult on a tiger compound. <laughs> you'll never say some shit like that. It's too much animal hair for black people to ever be involved. I know. It's a lot. Of, I, it's a lot. I'm going to, I'm probably going to do a bonus episode about it. And... I would love to have you on so that we could talk about just these white people acting real white. <laughs> just they're gonna go visit each other's animal sanctuaries, and then one goes, "Well, don't worry, you're gonna see me up in the sky." He gets in a helicopter and goes over. The- <laughs> literally said, "Catch me outside." How about that? And was like <laughs> chopping around on the property, looking for tigers. Oh. They just have too much money. It's too much fucking money because it's just too much. Too much. I'm only halfway into it and it's already a lot. It's all me too. I'm only like four episodes in and the kids were like, Ooh, you're watching this about tigers. And they're like, he's underneath the, he's in the septic tank. And they're like, let's go outside and play. (laughs) (laughs) Never mind. (laughs) Mommy's doing doing one of her weird hobbies. So, But yeah, I would love to have you on like next week if we can if we can swing it and yeah. talk about it. It's just it's a lot, Kara. It's it's, it's, it's too I, much. I just and they call us trash. That's all I'm saying. They call us trash. <laughs> a hurricane almost sucked up all their tigers and threw them all over Oklahoma. We're <laughs> bringing them all. Girl, when he was threatening to be another Waco, I was like, oh, sir, <laughs> <laughs> Shoot, shooting bullets into that lake, that pond of like, yeah. and he calls it, he called that little mannequin thing he shot at, he called it Carol. <laughs> <laughs> and then put, put bombs on it and exploded it tied to a tree and blew it up. And he does magic too. He does magic too. <laughs> the fact that he learned magic from like a 13 year old, just random 13 year old kid. Like, where did he come from? Uh, and you know what? We need to follow that through line because um, those two men he's married to are both a month out of high school. I think one of them said, I met the one with absolutely no teeth, the one that just has like three teeth all together. Um, got, was like, yeah. yeah met him a month out of high school he's got one big tooth like the baby from from roger rabbit just one big tooth in the middle or like tommy pickles he looks a lot like tommy pickles (laughs) he does (laughs) they definitely look like sean like like hood sean cody models like Mm. you know like they're getting paid to to have sex with him and there was oh my god the meat truck the meat truck where Walmart sends all the expired meat and he's saying that if you don't pay for it at the thing that they can't put it back in the case I think that's a lie I think I don't yeah I think that it can't sit out but if like if if you you know 
if they find it in clothing, they're not going to put it back in the case because they don't know how long it's been out. But if you, the cashier has it, she can call for like, like I think that's a lot. I think it's really expired meat that comes over from Walmart and all the people that work there have to run and grab and be like, this one's still frozen. <laughs> he was acting like he was like the benevolent king to give his his workers expired meat after they work like 19 hour days for $100 a week. And the ability to hold a tiger cub. Oh my god. What about... Okay, uh, we, we, we gotta, gotta stop talking about this. Because yeah. <laughs> I was about to start talking about that woman who's yeah, no, obviously yeah, a I lesbian who I certainly would have danced at at a club called Hershey's back in the late 90s, okay? I certainly would have kissed her and we would have gone home together and she would have lived with me for three months before I realized she was actually homeless, okay? <laughs> this would have been a thing. Okay, yeah. but the tiger well, ripped her what arm happened. off. No. <laughs> I'm gonna spoil it. Listen, uh, we're talking about tigers, guys. If one of you there didn't guess that somebody's arm got ripped off, people don't have legs, they ain't got arms, they ain't got no teeth. It's like a, a little box full of Mr. Potato Head parts over there, and they just pick and choose from it. The land of <laughs> misfit zoologists. Like, <laughs> it's a disaster. Okay, okay, I'm gonna stop talking about it. But Kara, we'll talk after. We'll we'll text because we yeah. need to get together. Because a lot of people are gonna be doing bonus episodes about this. A lot of people are gonna be talking about it. Great, but two tired black women <laughs> who are sick, sick of your shit. That's who you need to be listening to about this. Okay, I, I fully the, agree. All right, let's let's talk about why we're here. And his name is Danny Bonaducci. Okay. <laughs> Danny, Danny. I just... And you know, you know what I'm going to ask it. you. Well, um, okay, before we get into it, can I... I just want to know, like, how much money was he making off this radio show? Because, like... I'm sure... You know he those... Was, you know those yeah, he people... He's acting like he's wealthy. The people from the older shows, like him, they don't get kickbacks like they would, like, if they were on Friends. Like, you know, yeah. they don't get the rerun money. And he's a child they didn't have deals like that. Yeah. So mm-hmm. I'm like, where is this money coming from? I think he probably <clears throat> made, if I had to guess, he probably made, he had a salary that was like two, $300,000 a year. Okay. I can imagine right. that he got paid something like that. Maybe even 400000 I'm not going to say half a million, but like $250,000 a year sounds about right for, especially if you're on the radio, three, four, five hours a day okay that makes sense and right. you have some celebrity i bet he made quite a bit of money from appearances yeah like i i think he was on the love and hip-hop train where you got where you make so much money on the show and then you go do club appearances yeah and i bet he was probably big in like the convention scene where people like you know like yeah like you know the the old cat whoever's left from the jeffersons will go and sign pictures and <laughs> and you know marla gibbs is still alive i think <laughs> <laughs> uh, just like the kid that was on silver spoons like you don't know uh-huh. their name but they will sign a picture yeah one of the twin one of the twins from uh from uh, Full House, not the famous ones, you know, the ones that came later. One right. of those twins would show up and they'd be like, I was Nikki, I was so so. <laughs> exactly. Yeah, I'm sure he did stuff like that. I'm sure he, he got a lot of like mini hosting gigs. I I, I wouldn't be surprised if, if when you add up what he made from that radio and then 
hosting things, he did hit like half a million dollars a year. And I'm not saying that that's anything to sneeze at. I mean, I'm sure a ton of people listening to this just lost their fucking job and you'd love to have that. But you're right, in Calabasas, um, right. I, that doesn't go as far as you think it does. Right. And he talks about Gretchen like he pulled her out of the gutter and cleaned her up and fed her food and she hadn't eaten in years. And you know, he, I know somebody who's like kind of friends with her. I we can talk about this offline, but oh, Adrian Maloof? Is that who you're talking about? <laughs> <laughs> I am terrified of Adrian Maloof. How dare you? I would never. Because she looks like one of those fucking tigers in the cage of Tiger King. That's what she looks like. <laughs> She's the Tiger Queen. You're right. You're right. Yeah, and and I also hold shit against her because she she was the first housewife to not show up to the reunion and it's because she didn't you know she didn't want to come because she didn't want her kids to find out she was a surrogate i mean they were born by surrogate which is she made it a bigger deal than it was and for guys who don't remember um adrian maloof was on beverly hills housewives um the first season that brandy glanville was on she said on camera that Adrian's boys were born by surrogate and I guess they didn't know and they all thought it was a secret which is very interesting that she was running around town with no baby bump and then a couple of days later you had a baby everybody knew it was the biggest dumbest secret ever but Adrian worst kept secret ever and Adrian was so mad that she that's why she threatened her and Paul threatened to sue Brandy and that is why she didn't show up to the reunion I've never forgiven her for it I don't I don't believe in not coming to the fucking reunion and that's why i don't fuck with lvp anymore either you come to a reunion phaedra showed up to that fucking reunion portia yep. showed up to the reunion bitch you show up to the reunion and you either cry you act like you don't remember what happened or you, or you get a dumb person or you fight that's right you fight one of <laughs> you do one of those things you do not not show up you do not send your white lady stationary that says i will not be attending this year <laughs> and stay at home that's not I don't respect that shit. And so when I saw, I mean, we're going to get into the scene, but I've seen Adrian Maloof on this show two times at this point. And every time I see her, I have this like terrible fucking reaction. Cause I just think of her as like bullshit. Like you don't, you don't play the whole season and don't show up to the fucking awards banquet. You, you show up, you show up. Exactly. <sighs> Girl. Um, so what was so, your question for me? <clears throat> so this show this episode is all about danny and gretchen's sex life and whether danny's gonna get sex i want to know how much money you'd have to be like what kind of lifestyle you'd have to be put into to be at danny's beck and call and have sex with him whatever he wants like basically what he wants gretchen to do i mean to have sex as much as he wants to have sex Yes, and he wants, keep in mind, four or five times a day is not a problem for him. I mean, it is a problem for him. I do not believe that's a natural thing that's happening with this man's body. But <laughs> No, I mean, they're not, they can't possibly be like, because he mentioned earlier in the season something about, like, lasting, like, three minutes and then telling uh, Gretchen, like, see, it wasn't that bad. So it's it's got to be like, oof. Like, when you're at dinner with him on the patio, like, last week, uh, they were at dinner on the patio, and somebody was, like, playing music for them, and he said, this dinner would be perfect if we just, like, 
threw this stuff on the ground and started fucking right here. So when he right. says stuff like that, you have to be like, okay, let me get my panties down. Uh, I would definitely need that house in my name. Only, only. <laughs> and you got to pay all the taxes and, and, you know, all the fees that go along with it. The, the neighborhood fees, the HOA fees, all that. I'm not paying for a single thing. You got to pay for all the utilities. Mm-hmm. Um, on top of that, we're going to have to have there a... with you. Oh, okay. We'll see. That was my second <laughs> caveat was that there'd be a guest house. So I don't bring any of his bad, like nasty pubes into my beautiful home. <laughs> Um, who like annually or do I, am I getting like a day fee? You, you, I mean, like, mm, it's a one-time payment that he, he's buying you. It's a one-time payment. And now every time it crosses his mind that he wants to do it to you and he, for the rest of my life pubes. Yeah. And you just have, and you, and here's the other thing. You can't just lay there and be like, all right. He wants you to be enthusiastic. He wants you, he wants to hear, I will die, you know, I'll die if you leave me. He wants that. So you got to be enthusiastic. You got to be excited. You got to look at those orange pubes and be like, hmm, you got to do all that. (laughs) What's the payment? One time payment. And don't, don't say a trillion dollars, Kara, because we're in the middle of a pandemic. Okay. Okay. Okay, Well, fine. I'll just take whatever Kylie got for selling Kylie (laughs) to, to Ulta. I think that was valued at about six hundred million. So I would say that I'm gonna need Kylie Cosmetics money, <laughs> guys. If you don't follow me and Kara on Twitter, you missed our conversation where she oh, said yeah. she thinks true, which is Chloe's kid. By the way, any person I meet that doesn't know what the Kardashian children look like, I automatically open my phone and start going. So this is Psalm. <laughs> This is shy. This is true. This is story. like I'm like you need to know the children because they are all of them are cute. Okay, and there's none of them that are duds except for the ones that belong to Courtney. But we all know why. Yeah. We all they don't know. have any. It's the they don't have any gluten. That's why gluten makes you cute. And so, uh, um, so but I've never said, seen you that upset with me. What did you say about true? What did you I, say? I just simply asked my followers. If they <laughs> that felt, <helps> me. <laughs> if they felt that True Thompson had bad vibes, I was just putting it out there. I just wanted to see what came back to me. What came back to me was you <laughs> telling me <laughs> that I had no right to talk about True. You don't. You don't. It is the cutest little fucking baby. And it's bad enough she's being raised by a white woman in a grill and a deadbeat fuck boy. I am not. <laughs> she does not. We are not going to speculate about this. She is. It's not her vibes. It's their vibes. It's not it's her their fault. Vibes emanating off of her. I don't think it's her fault. And I think she's a very cute kid. I've always been team true. But I think that circumstantially she just has bad vibes. And so other people chimed in as well. Um, and one of the things Saad said, she said that you have to think about it this way, that Chloe um, was the large, I don't, I don't want to call her fat, but you know what I mean? Like, that's how she was seen as like, she had these cute little uh, Armenian little older sisters. And then she, she comes this, you know, she's a daughter of the hairdresser and she comes in and she's huge. <laughs> 
and all these things. And so she has body issues and that the moment true, like, I don't know, is old enough that baby fat is not a thing. Like you can see her putting her on a diet or like, or even trying to avoid it so much that it still becomes a thing. Like, you know what? You look fine. You look great. The sizes and everything. You know what I'm saying? Like either way, she's going to like be fucked. And I just, I think of, I think of true all the time. I'm like, shy looks like a Pixar creation. There is nothing. You cannot compete with that. She looks like somebody fucking drew her and it made her with a 3d machine. I don't she's, she's an artist rendering. It's the craziest thing. Yes. Like you swear that they use a blur tool on her. Like how is yes. she real? She is so cute. And I'm not saying that she's the best or anything, but everybody's playing for second. And I, if I want to, I mean, here I am saying, don't talk about the babies, but if I'm going to rank the babies in terms of cuteness, it goes shy, true, North. No, St. Then North. I don't, I haven't really seen song that much. And um, then underneath that is Stormy. I'm sorry. Underneath that is Stormy. She <laughs> she has more money than the rest of them. She could buy all of them, but still it's Stormy underneath there. And then okay. random district children. Oh, Dream. I forgot about Dream. Well, oh, Dream is dream. Dream's over there with Tokyo Tony. So dream. we don't even know what's happening with her. <laughs> Imagine if Tokyo Tony and Chris Jenner were your grandmas. See? <laughs> See, Dream might have bad vibes. Dream definitely has bad vibes. Absolutely. Dream. Pray for Dream, y'all. Pray for Dream and True. And just I just hope they get out of this alive. I, what the I fuck were we very, talking about, Kara? I feel very strongly that Dream's going to get her a nursing degree and she'll be just fine. I don't think she's going to get a nursing degree. I don't think that's true. I think... <laughs> Because do you think Black China uh, values the sciences? Do you think Black China is going to be going to be uh, pushing Dream to go to the uh, science fair? Uh, no. Do no. you think Black China is going to even drive um, Dream to to school? <laughs> See, I don't even think of Dream having parents other than King, her brother. So. <laughs> This is like just like a non-issue for me. <clears throat> I think Chris Jenner is gonna have custody of Dream before too long. I think that's what's gonna fucking happen. Well, I mean, mm. yeah, yeah, I could see that. And then North's all over the internet calling her poor all the time. I mean, it is hard. <laughs> it is fucking hard out here. Uh, yeah, I, I regularly donate to the Dream Kardashian Foundation. <laughs> <laughs> all right, I don't know how we got onto that, but. I'm just saying, <laughs> I don't remember. I really don't remember how we got on to that. Oh, <laughs> Kylie, you want Kylie Jenner cosmetics yeah. money. Yeah. Um, I'm going to answer the question myself as well. As far as Danny is concerned, Danny looks like a fucking nightmare to me. And it's very hard for me. I'm not very good at lying, which is why I try not to do it. Because my face does it all for me. And so, like, even as I was saying... Oh, give it to me. I my face would be like, no, don't give it to me. Get away from me. <laughs> so, but like with that being said, I think that this is this time of the show is probably the best Danny's looked. I think so too. And I took a peek at season two because after this is the 
second to last episode. Next week is the last episode. And so, and I'm probably not doing season two. I only want to do one season. And he looks a lot better there. Um, he's got a better haircut. So uh, that yeah. helps. Um, he just looks like, but you know what? I'm pretty cheap and I'm frugal. And I mean, for life, I guess he could probably get me at like 20 million. It's it. And the truth is if he went over five, I, my husband would be in the background going, do it, go ahead and do it, do it. <laughs> we need to money. You know, my husband came home once and said to me, says princess, listen, I got, listen, I just need you to listen. Cause you always talk before I can tell say anything, but listen. So, um, I met this lady through this guy I work with and um, she is trying to stay in the country. And if I could divorce you and marry her, she would give me $50,000 a year and I would make sure your rent is paid and everything. We still be together princess, but I'm going to get this money from her. And also I have use of her house so you can stay in the guest house and we're, I mean, we're still together, but I do have to stay upstairs in case, in case the INS comes now. Before you say no. And I was just like, $50,000? You want to do this for $50,000? She's like, yeah. Why not? Why not? I just said I was going to have sex with the princess. I just said I was going to lay in the bed next to her. Oh we just got to get a divorce real quick. <laughs> yeah. uh, no, that's that's a bit low for me. Isn't it low for all those changes and maybe going to jail? Isn't that a little low? A little he said, we gonna sh- he said we we're going to shave save on our rent, so you know. <laughs> so now you guys all know I'm Oscar Mayer pussy too. So, <laughs> <laughs> all right. So we we've established it's going to be it's hard to have sex with Danny. So basically, what this episode is about is that Danny is finally home. He he's been home for a little bit. He's talking to Doctor Gary, which is. Dr. Gary, first of all, I'm convinced Dr. Gary has breasts, okay? He <laughs> seems like, I am, I I am, I'm convinced he has breasts. Every time I watch this show, he has this huge shirt on, and I just feel like he, I feel like he's bad-bodied, okay? I feel <laughs> like if he took off his clothes, you'd be like, he is strangely shaped. Mm, strange. Okay. Yeah. So he's talking to him and he's talking about how if he could, that he'd like had a miscommunication with his doctor. He was asking his doctor about taking Prozac in day and night. And the doctor was like, don't take it twice a day. Don't take it day and night because it won't do anything for you. And your sex drive will just like, it'll be gone. And he told Gretchen that and Gretchen was like, okay, take it twice a day. Like Gretchen was like, I'm ready for that sex drive to get out the fucking house. I cannot stay here with your dick talking to me all day and night long. And he's upset about that. (laughs) I have such complicated feelings surrounding. I mean, the mostly the episode is pretty much about their sex life and how he, how dissatisfied he is. And Mm -hmm. I just have such complicated feelings about that because it's like, she's being honest, but not totally honest. Like she'll, she'll say things, little backhanded comments like that. And then be like, oh, but I love you and I'm here for you and I, I live for you and blah, blah, blah. I don't know. It's just like, <sighs> I just, 
I just wonder, like, if she's saying the truth to him behind the scenes, or she's she seems to be afraid to be honest with him, but then she'll also make these backhanded compliment or comments that are like pretty hurtful. Like, if somebody, yeah. if my partner said that to me, I'd be like, "Ooh, that's that's hurtful," <laughs> you know? Like, why are we together if you laugh at the idea of even having sex with me? Even though we just laughed at the idea of having sex with Danny, but we did not marry Danny. Okay, right. we didn't even go out on a date with him, but. I don't want to be on Danny's side. I'm not on Danny's side, but I'm also, like I said last week about the, the same thing when I go to the Married at First Sight um, show. I haven't watched one episode this year. I've only been listening to you. <laughs> the same thing I wonder is why are you here? What, if you, you don't have to have sex with anybody, but why are you married to this person, sleeping in the bed with them every night and acting like you might have sex with them it's just a full stop I'm not going to and there's nothing you can say to make me right and I just wish that she if if she were just honest with him and saying like I don't think she's completely been honest with him and saying your actions have led me to not be attracted I think she's like giving him an inch and then taken away from him and it's like I don't think that's fair to him even though I understand why she feels the way she feels she's giving him a lot of hope but the fact is that the stuff they've been through is, I, I don't think you can come back from. And I think she realizes that, but she's not telling him that. Right. And I, I don't think that that, I think at some point that's not fair to him. Right. Okay. So that, so thank you for unpacking that Dr. Kara, because <laughs> I didn't understand. I was like, why I'm feeling for Danny right now. And I kind of hate him. So why yeah. is that? Because she keeps acting like it's going to happen. Like, can you imagine getting back together with somebody who basically threatened you, threatened production, all your friends over some gross-ass strippers? Like, like any woman has run off with a stripper. They're all, all male strippers are gross. And then when you get home and you're like, I'm not doing this anymore. He just is like, yes, you, we're going to stay together. You say no. And then he just grabs a knife and just like, slices off his fucking wrist there's blood everywhere the kids are in there screaming can you imagine like you get home from the hospital he's like all right let's cuddle (laughs) absolutely not i a hundred percent understand where she where she's coming from but it's just like i i just don't like the way she's handling it yeah then when they're on that balcony in the first and like the first couple of scenes they're on the balcony and they're i guess it's early in the morning because they're drinking coffee and she's talking about making lunches or whatever and he's you know he compliments her i mean the way he compliments her is almost always like a joke like you're so hot i can't wait to get ugly and she walks off the balcony and he says to himself in the saddest voice you're hot too danny you've been looking good <laughs> it, was, it was so fucking sad it's really sad. It's just like hard to see somebody put themselves out there like that and just get rejected. Like, and then she'll like as soon as she'll be, she'll start always starts with like, "Oh, I'm so tired. I'm so tired." It's like, what did you do today? <laughs> like, as soon, girl, as soon as she sees Dan, she starts yawning. Yeah, <laughs> she's she's like, "Oh, she's these are fake fucking yawns. She's not even like so it's fake. So, her mouth is moving weird. She's like, ugh." long day as soon as she sees him she's like oh we're just headache i got a headache oh i've just had a pounding headache all day no one could possibly have sex with me tonight because i have a headache that's what she says as soon as he says hi 
she literally acts like she's just seconds away from falling asleep. Like, like, girl, the kids aren't even at bed and it's still light out. It's 530, girl. You're not going to bed. (laughs) So from watching the show, I remember that after this, she was fucking Chris Angel. (laughs) Oh, Jesus. Mr. Mind Freak himself, okay? And <sighs> that's, I guess that's, maybe that's why when I'm watching it now, I'm always like, she's lying. She keeps saying she's not a sexual person. That is code for I don't want to have sex with you. That yeah. is, you fucked Chris Angel. She definitely did. Chris Angel and his eyeliner did not get the fake yawn and the I've had a headache for three hours. He did not get that. No. She did it with she, her cowboy hat was sitting on his bedpost, <laughs> bedpost like he wouldn't believe. That stupid she brown that cowboy, cowboy hat. She's <laughs> she so it. dedicated to that cowboy she hat. Newsboy hat. She uh, wears <laughs> She loves the fucking hat. And <laughs> oh my god. Yeah. And like where is um, Gretchen from? She's doing real like Texas cosplay. I don't know. I think that if I could imagine, like if I had to guess anywhere, I I could see her being like from Colorado or something. Right. <laughs> Connecticut or something. Yeah, she just seems like and the the nightmare shade of red she dyes her hair. Um Yes. <clears throat> oh, she's from I, Waukegan, I, Illinois. Girl. <laughs> She's right Girl. outside of Chicago. <laughs> I have been to Waukegan, Illinois. I used Why to live in Chicago. Uh, Girl. All right, uh, that makes a lot of sense, though. She's a Midwest girl. Yeah. Okay. I, I, and you can almost hear it in her voice. I just... I don't know what she expects to get from all of this. Um, Danny is like, you're the luckiest woman in the world. All you have to do is fuck me. I'll give you anything. I'll do whatever I like. He's always saying she doesn't work. Um, and I think he's saying that because Dante's in school now. Like he's four. So he's starting to go to preschool. I mean, it gets out at two, but still. <laughs> and she's still saying she has the same level of work. And I'm not on this podcast to sl- to slander stay-at-home moms in any way, shape, or form. Because now that I am one, because of this fucking Rona, <laughs> I <I've- laughs> But that said, um, he feels like uh, she's making up a lot of excuses about what she's doing. But she's also, is she, in the previous episode, she was meeting with his agent. She did all the house hunting. She sold the house. She bought the new house where he ever saw it. She, it feels like she's also partially his secretary or assistant. And Yeah. She like, definitely seems to have a hand in it on the business end of Danny Bonaduce Inc. Yeah. Yeah. So like I I can imagine it's her who orders all those old headshots and then like signs his name on them for the conventions. Right. <laughs> so I mean she does shit. She just Do you think I don't know. So he's like all you have to do is fuck me and she's like um he's like I don't watch sports. I don't go out at night. She's like well you have other vices like drinking and drugs and he's like i don't do i don't drink or do drugs and he's saying that he says it like why would you even say that i'm two weeks out of rehab i've obviously shown you i'm not gonna drink or do drugs you we just saw you at rehab danny why he are you literally, acting? 
He literally says, how can you complain about me as as a husband? You're the luckiest woman in the world. Daniel, do we want to <laughs> think back to, you want to look back down at your wrists and, and tell me that she's the luckiest woman in the world? Go get that garbage bag full of letters from the woman you were fucking for six months? Girl. Ugh. I could not believe then- that he's... He, it must be things like that where she's like, it, it seems like if he says things like that, she should counter back like, this is why I don't want to have sex with you. This is a perfect opportunity for you to say like, stop throwing the fact that like, you are not the you, perfect husband that you think that you are. Stop doing this. Stop diminishing the fact that I have things to do, that I raise your children. You know, all of yeah. these are reasons why I don't want to be physical with you. But then... Mm-hmm. You know, like she doesn't ever check him. Yeah, she's buying all those cartons of cigarettes he's smoking. I bet you she's in charge of doing that. I bet you. Huh. I mean, she's yep. in charge of everything. Yeah. They also talk about like what she's like. Basically, without me, you'd be you'd blow all your money on blow and cars. And he's like, I don't like, I don't need any cars. So basically, what he's saying, he blows money on blow. And then she talks about him being in a studio apartment and. He's like, I just gotta wait till I'm till Dante's sixteen, and then I can move him over to the dark side. And she she says, no, he's not gonna be like you. He's gonna respect women. He's gonna be a good man. And he's like, he's gonna pay a respectable fee to the women that he sleeps with. And I was just like, I, he's gross. Danny's super gross. I can't. I don't think I can make it past a first date with him. Well, actually, I take that back. We talked about this. Danny is probably a fun ride for a day like he's the type of guy that you would meet somewhere and you think he was so funny and so charming and then he'd somehow convince you to hang out with him like that girls episode um where she met that guy and played ping pong in her underwear why was hannah's underwear always so um it looked like she'd been wearing them a long time like she didn't she never <laughs> she never bought a new pair of underwear at all it, lena dunham always looked like she was wearing underwear that she bought from a thrift store like it a lot of use design yeah did you notice that yeah her her underwear was like the fifth girl um yeah. she, <laughs> she um yeah you're you're right it was very like, yeah, because it would always be like, yeah, you're right. Like washed 20 times in like a bad washer, mm-hmm. like at the laundromat. Shapeless. Shapeless. <laughs> just like blending all the colors from the things that you washed it with. So it's just like uh-huh. a color that you can't even describe. And, exactly, and Kara. It was never a color. It always looked like off gray, like it had been washed so many times that it used to be white or it used to be gray but we don't know what color it is now <laughs> if i found that underwear in my husband's laundry i'd just throw it away because i'd right. be like i don't want you to wear this anymore because it looks like it's gonna walk by itself i don't know why are we talking about yeah. hannah's underwear but we're talking about that episode where she meets he's a fit guy i don't yes. know what his name was but you know exactly who i'm talking about and they have yeah. like two days of just perfect he, Patrick something and he yeah he's got this he's like this gorgeous doctor mm-hmm. and yeah beautiful and house. um beautiful beautiful little house in Brooklyn and yeah he, you know you know that Danny gives you and we see how he acts later in the episode with this hair stylist where he is giving her this like intense 
you know, attention. He's looking her straight in the eye. He's not being mm-hmm. too creepy, even though he's at the gym. He's like, you know, I actually know what I'm doing. And he's not being like too bad, but he's he very seems confident, which women confident. often fall for, for. Yes. Women, most women just want a man to approach them in a way that makes them. He's disarming. He's very disarming until he's not. Yeah. yeah. And then, like I said, I feel like it's like, 48 to 72 hours in you're like oh wait you're a drug addict this is why you're so exciting this is what you know i kept thinking why were you so excited all the time it's coke that's what it is and so or i I just feel like that's what danny's like and so i don't doubt his ability to pull women and here's the other thing about 12 hours into your date he's definitely going to say something like oh, you're going to block me in two days. And you're going to laugh because you're going to think it's so funny. He's going to be like, I've been blocked by so many people. <laughs> and you're going to be like, huh, this guy's so funny. And then as you're leaving the house, you're like, I got to block this motherfucker because I hope I never hear from him again. <laughs> you're totally right. Totally, yeah. totally right. He- so I know how Gretchen got stuck with him. I just, I don't know. So um danny's on the radio it's i love how they add his radio stuff in because i can see how he got his job on the radio he does talk a lot he does say things that are if you i mean kara when's the last time you fucking listened to the radio it's it's been a minute but i think if you listen to the radio and you want if you're interested in somebody like a a dj he would be the guy that you would want to listen to he's sharp he's quick he's like compelling and he'll like he's self-deprecating yep he gives up all his own business all his own business he he's very open he's very like yeah like my wife doesn't want to have sex with me and people like laugh and think that's very funny but like on the other side of that he's feeling some type of way about it um but it feels like every afternoon he calls her and she has to get on the radio and be like no i don't want to fuck him (laughs) yeah they're a little i i this is like the parts where i dislike Gretchen the most but like I understand because like you're obviously not going to air your real stuff on a radio show but she's clearly paying playing wife Gretchen right like oh Danny he's like whatever and I'm just gonna make little jokes and we're all gonna laugh about it but you know when she hangs up the phone she's like ripping those cigs like fucking Danny like I don't (laughs) want to do this anymore like don't I don't want this producer to call me anymore like I don't want to hang out on the line to like be his little cheerleader or whatever yeah and she's always in the show they edit it so that she's always driving that white minivan somewhere and she's talking and i'm like gretchen where are you driving to the kids are at school where are you going right now why are you always on the fucking highway lunch with adrian maloof (laughs) (laughs) yeah probably probably but um he's saying danny's telling them that gretchen says because when he got to rehab, he wanted to have a lot of sex. I mean, he seems like he always wants to have a lot of sex. I think also he thinks that's sexy, but he's a lot of work. He needs a lot. He is the, he's, if we want to use like a feminine archetype, he's a girl that won't stop texting you to tell you, she's trying to get you to tell her that she's pretty. And mm-hmm. you're just like, I said you were pretty. <laughs> I told you I love you. I told you you're beautiful. You're you are my lock screen picture. I put you on Instagram. Please stop. And he's that person, but with a dick. And he's just like, please touch my dick. Please look at my dick. Please interact with my dick. And yeah. he's so, so intense. And he doesn't have any perspective that like people 
most people are not going to match that type of intensity. And thank Never. God for it, because imagine if he was in a relationship with somebody like himself. He would he would hate that person. He, he would hate You it. know what they say, everyone's a, every, in the relationship, some people are the garden or some people are the garden. He is always the garden. He, mm-hmm. she, he needs to be with people who are going to tend to him at all times. Yeah. They cannot tend to themselves. They get own, and he will say things like, you need a break. You should tend to yourself. You should get a, you should get rest. But as soon as you do try to do that, he's like, look at my dick though. Here's my dick. Where have you seen my dick? Because here it is right here. And right. Why don't you go relax and take a bath? But then three minutes later, you're, you're in there in and the your hard on's next to her, on her leg. Like, yeah. Leave me alone, bro. <laughs> yeah, leave me a fucking alone. I don't exist just to. I'm not just a hole that walks around and follows you around when you're ready to use it. Uh, and he, he also needs to like divorce the idea that like, <clears throat> you know, like that sex is. Love. I mean, it is like an indication of where your relationship is if you're not having it, but like, if she's just not that sexual, you have to like stop making it so personal. And she's had two kids and having kids really changes your relationship with your body. Um, right. It doesn't always divorce you from your body. Some people get really in like really in tune with their bodies after they, cause like being pregnant and having a baby, not that either one of us did that, but you know, like <laughs> it, it really does change things. It I've changes things. the whole fucking game. Right. Yeah, I've heard things too. I've heard, I've heard. And so <laughs> like after an episiotomy, I'm just saying you're not standing on your head taking that dick like that. It's just not how it's going to go. And so, and so he is, he wants it. He, he wants her to be all things. He wants her to be mother. He wants her to be his sex toy. He wants her to be his assistant. He wants her to be all these things. And she, nobody's all those things all at the same time, all the time. It's not possible. Yeah, he wants her to be the Madonna and the whore. Yeah, and so she says, I'd like to get down to three times a week, and which I think is incredibly reasonable. I know people who are like just starting relationships that are having sex three times a week because, I don't know, they do shit. They got to go places. And so yeah. they don't have time to just fuck you. And so like... I think three times a week, times a week is beyond healthy. Yeah. Like, completely healthy i i would never say that anybody had an issue with their sex life but three times a week that's every other day you got two kids at home sure three times a week is fine um i i think he's also someone who doesn't like to plan sex so like when you get to a certain point when you're married or um you have kids a lot of times you do have to plan sex and he seems like the type of person that if you even said Hey, let's go, let's go do something by ourselves on Friday night. And then let's make sure that we, you know, we haven't seen each other this week. Let's make sure we have sex. He'd be like, that's not romantic. I feel like Gretchen would have to do all the, for people like that, sometimes you have to plan sex, but not tell them you plan sex. Like you have to do a random pattern on the calendar. And then then they're like, oh, we're so spontaneous. And you're like, no, it's every other day plus one. (laughs) And right. No full <laughs> <laughs> uh, yeah, I mean, she tells Dr. Gary that she would, if she had her way, she would only do it a couple times a month. I, yeah, I, I can believe that. I can, she's probably, she's probably also worried about money a lot of times because when Danny goes up, Danny going to rehab, they were very concerned about what that was going to do to his career. 
Um, remember, he's the only one that brings money in the house. He'll If you forget, he'll tell you in a couple of minutes. So don't worry about that. But <laughs> she's probably, I mean, we don't know what internally, we don't know what kind of mental health she has, she's dealing with. We don't know what her fa- with her family like. We, we don't know all the things she's really dealing with, even though, I mean, it does like she's riding around in that minivan all day. But still, he doesn't care about those things. He really just wants her to be willing and available. And he wants her to want him really, really badly. Yes. And, and the more he asks for that, the less likely she is to give it to him. Because he seems too needy. Yeah. It's, he, it's really unattractive. It is incredibly unattractive. If you know what was also unattractive? Him naked on the floor in a shower with oh his legs crossed. God. What was that? Why do we need to see that? Uh, literally like showering on his ass. See, this is how we got coronavirus. <laughs> what went into the water stream and it's been seeping through since then. Mm. <laughs> and then so he and Gretchen up going out I mean they're they, we get this long this this particular episode I was like we've had better episodes than this this seems like you guys are trying to wrap it up and you just didn't have enough footage for what you wanted so they're getting ready and she's asking him to go to Botox with him and all this other stuff and so we're still having the same fucking conversation about when is she going to have sex with him and he says something that really stuck with me he goes why aren't you flattered and right that's the problem is that you think she should be flattered. You think she should go, Oh my God, he wants to have sex with me. Oh my God, let me get my purse. Let's go. Let's go. Let's go. And yeah, it's gross. He doesn't understand what it is that she needs. No. And I think he thinks like, Oh, I'm like so bombastic with my romanticism. I'm, you know, I'm renting out a sushi place in the middle of the day for you, for us to get our lunch special. I'm... I love uh, some sushi right now. I want to go I love to sushi, sushi I bang bang. So <laughs> and I, I want to sit there and it's all you can eat sushi. I mean, my husband used to go there for lunch while the kids were in school. And <laughs> we would just eat sushi and talk to each other. And then we'd make sure the kids knew we ate sushi so they could be mad at us and be like, we didn't have the sushi. And we'd be like... Ha, 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 you're at school. I hope you enjoyed your pressed chicken sandwich. <laughs> Do you like that chicken patty, sir? Yeah, a chicken patty on a hard ass bun with applesauce on the side. I wash it down with some chocolate milk. Meanwhile, I'm full of yellowtail tuna. <laughs> Somebody tweeted the other day, like, why are we washing down our lunches with chocolate milk? Like, ugh. <sighs> disgusting um, i don't like milk it, it tastes like it's alive i told my mom that when i was yeah. little and she was like you don't have to drink it i was like thank god i used to i used to eat dry cereal it's and i mean it is alive it's full of pus and blood i'm not a milk person either it's gross to me but <sighs> but yeah because he's so like demonstrative with his love he just expects her to just fawn over him and there are a lot of people or women that will do that for him, but like, she's just not that one. And she's definitely not the one at this time. Not when you're not all she's been rehab. No, no. I bet you he would get laid a lot faster if he would talk about all the meetings he's been to, if he would, um, like let her vent, let her say what, how she really feels. Because in earlier episodes, um, what would happen is that, 
he'd be like, you have to be vulnerable. You have to tell me how you feel. She'd say how she felt. And then he'd get really mad. I, I don't know if you listen to the one where they went to the rehab and they had to climb, she had to climb up on this big fucking, on yes. this big and then she's like, I just want stability. I want to know that you're there. And so did he let go of the rope and was like, was now, great. how do you feel? <laughs> that was psychotic. Psychotic. And I know, I mean, there are other people holding the rope. I understand that maybe she wasn't in that much danger, but when you're scared of heights and your husband's one of the people that's supposed to be holding you up and it's, it was wiggling. I was like, this is a threat. This is a threat you just gave her because she said she didn't feel safe. Even if you're not afraid of heights, like to see somebody that you love, just be like, I'm going to let this go. If you don't give me what I want, like that's the punishment for not being loving. Like what? It was punishment for daring to say that he was not stable. (laughs) So then he was like, you can fall off this tree. I would have hopped in that minivan and never come back. The smoke my minivan would have left behind me. I mean, just hoping that the rocks that the tire kicked up hit him (laughs) in the face. Ooh, I thought that was so disgusting. But that's how he is. He's like, you you need to be flattered by this. This is how I show love. So now you must want that. But that's not how she's saying she wants it. What she wants is stability. What she'd probably like is to see a savings account with some money in it. What she'd like to see is you going to meetings. What she'd like to see is you saying, I'm actually not going to go out with these people tonight because, you know, I'm just trying to stay away from alcohol. You know, I haven't seen my family in 30 days. I really just want to hang out with my kids and my wife and cuddle or whatever. I mean, she at one point she's talking about this is back when she was out with um with Adrian when he, she's like, you know, we watched movies and cuddle and I thought that would be intimate enough for him. And I was like, no, you didn't, Gretchen. He right. said very clearly <laughs> that he wants his dick inside your mouth. Okay. That's what he fucking said. You did not think a hug while watching Goonies was gonna do it. But to Gretchen, she feels like they should start there. And he's like, no. I really want to do it. And they're just not on the same page in any way. At all. And they're going about it very wrong. Like, I think if he, like, to add to what he could do to make her feel better, I I think being a better father, (laughs) I think stop throwing the fact that you're the moneymaker in her face would probably go a long way. Um. Yeah, I just think that there are probably simple things. Like, if he had been more dead, and I think, like, if he, you know, like, we saw with Countess Isabella that she clearly has issues (laughs) with her mother. (laughs) I like to call them by their full names, their their full royal titles. (laughs) Count Dante was not wearing pants again. (laughs) He he never does. Um, But, like, when we saw that, like, Isabella heavy episode where she clearly is, like, very angry towards Gretchen and puts her dad on this pedestal, like, he's everything, even though he's, it's very obvious. Like, she knows that he's a mess and that he's an addict as much as she can in her brain as a child. But, um, her anger towards her mother, I think, is probably another issue that she has with Danny. Yeah. Because 
when they break up and they do eventually break up, but, but remember Danny's saying things like, I just loved your mother. She was the, I just wanted to be with her and she just wouldn't touch me. Like that's the stuff he's saying. Right. But keep in mind, I did cheat on her a lot and I did. (laughs) And I was very rude. And also I was the third child. They show us all these scenes of him with the kids and he, he does like he's having fun with the kids. And that is a nice side to see of him. But in terms of like being a parent and being the the one who says, no, you can't do that or yeah. don't talk to your mother like that. He's not doing that. He like that's he should be. But he's he lets Gretchen be the heavy. So that means that. Not only is Gretchen have to parent Danny, she's also parenting those kids by herself. And anytime something bad happens, he comes in with his waka 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 Fozzie bear bullshit and she has to be like no actually we can't have this ice cream exactly he's all like he comes in with you're right all the candies in the world he's yelling he's lifting them up he's throwing them in the pool he's like having fun and like getting you know and he is a really good dad in that way that he like listens to them and Mm -hmm. whatever but he also is very clear that he like is not being a partner to her when it comes to the children no he like and he, I, i'm sure when isabella like goes off on her he doesn't ever correct her no he doesn't say i know i wasn't here when that happened but if i was i would have said uh the same thing and no you can't no you can't wear that dress outside the house um earlier in the season when when she is with her band <laughs> and he says well, I had to stand with the kids on Tuesday nights and you're now saying I have to watch the kids on Friday. And I'm like, okay, you, so you stayed home on Tuesday. You think you did something? You didn't do anything, dude. These are your fucking kids. I don't think he, I think he likes all the fun stuff, but I don't think he probably spends a ton of time alone with those kids when Gretchen isn't there. Not at all. Like I I think he's probably good for an hour a day and then he's off doing something he's off injecting steroids in his butt in the bathroom that's what he's doing (laughs) that's what he's doing like he's off sexting some chick um so we danny just gets to the point where he tells dr gd he's like done with the relationship she needs to she he's like she needs to try harder and again you're two weeks out of rehab two weeks and you're telling other people what they need to do okay so he's so he's very angry dr g is like uh now i feel uncomfortable we have a secret together (laughs) i don't know how secret i don't know i I don't he he's always talking about ethics and things like that but we are on reality tv so you don't have a secret with him you the producer the cameraman uh y'all have a secret all five of y'all have a fucking secret right Uh, so Danny goes and gets like, goes and looks at an apartment, like a studio apartment. It looks like a luxury building or whatever. Mm-hmm. So he's going to go and move in. He's talking about moving into like a, a less than 500 square foot apartment. Right. And yeah, he's, he's ready to go. He like left that sushi place and now he's like done. <laughs> Yeah. And you know what he said? He was talking about those letters. He said he asked Gretchen to write him letters in rehab. He begged her and she wouldn't do it. 
And he's like, if I, I was with that girl for six, that affair for six months. And if I had to bring in the letters that she wrote me, I would have to use a large trash bag. First of all, that woman did not have to deal with your shit the way Gretchen deals with your shit. You could just be charming, funny Danny and show her your dick. She didn't have to deal with all the other stuff because that's because she was a side bitch. That's what side bitches do. They have right. fun. And ultimately, and so she, she was the one that, like, quote unquote, rescued him from, like, his disaster of a marriage, I'm sure is what he told her. Um, yeah. And, you know, they get to, he gets to, like, have this fun secret, which I'm sure is, like, thrilling to him, especially as an addict, to be like, okay. oh, I've got this thing that, like, I can do. It gives me a rush. It gives me a high, in a yeah. way, to, like, be sneaky and, you know. Sure. Um <clears throat> Yeah, I mean, it's she like, also, yeah, of course. Bitch doesn't have your two kids on her ankles all the time. She has plenty of time to write letters. She's got right. time on her hands. <laughs> shit. Exactly. You're probably yeah. buying her shit. I write you a letter too. <laughs> like, <laughs> she, basically, the side bitch is us at the beginning of this fucking podcast. It's like, okay, well, I could write you one letter. I can look at what I need a million dollars in cash, and I also need you to take me to Cabo. <laughs> like, that's sure. <laughs> Sure, I'll write you two letters yeah. tonight. Fuck it, just a direct deposit into my account. So, but Danny's the type of person that needs that, and this is part of the this is part of where I was like feeling a little sorry for him because I was like, he needs that validation so fucking bad. That's the child actor in him. That's mm-hmm. the my dad was an anger, was a rageaholic. I've been homeless, you know. Um, I was hot shit on the show. Well, he wasn't hot shit. David Cassidy was hot shit on that show, and. Right. I and then I got off the show and I was in an awkward stage and I couldn't get hired to do shit and I ended up homeless drug addict and I'm finally like doing my second act in life. That's all that validation he needs. And I, I don't know how Gretchen and him stayed together. He must have been cheating on her a lot. There's no way he ever got that from Gretchen. Yeah, I can't imagine that that was the first time. To have like a six month, I don't know. It, I can't imagine that she was the first, that woman was the first woman. No, never. There's no way. Because even if Gretchen was a little bit more lovey towards him before the kids, Isabella's nine or eight, maybe right. 10. Like, there's no way. There's just no fucking way she's been, it's been years. So, I mean, he, he just, he feels like, so while he's out looking at it for his apartment and shit, they're they're like interchanging that with Gretchen being like, if he cheats on me, it's over. Oh, that's not what was happening. So the next thing is Dr. Gary's telling her that he that Danny is setting the stage for sexual acting out. He's telling you he's about to do it. Right. And then we see Danny at the at the gym. A gym he works at for no reason, by the way. No, it's <laughs> no reason. He None. just goes there. He, and to see, him, to see him, like, get his eyes on that hairstylist with the bad weave. Yeah. And to be like, you could see his so mind. you saw that like, too, right? That was yeah. two different fucking textures. She had bone straight weave in her hair. And her hair, her actual hair was a little frizzy or whatever. I was, are you a hairdresser? This is not, <laughs> is this an advertisement for your services? Right. It's like. Girl, I understand it's hot in LA and like we get frizzed and especially because you're working out, it's going to be, you're going to sweat out that flat iron, but like put your hair in a ponytail so it's less obvious. 
<laughs> she looked like Britney Spears in 2007. She looked horrendous. She's like Britney Spears now. Britney, we love you. We really do. But I do, Britney. I'm I'm always rooting for her, but her weave is a lot for me. But she really the she had the look of like those paparazzi shots of celebrities when they're wearing weave and they just don't give a fuck anymore. And they just this bone straight shit down the sides and up top is this frizzy wild shit, not even the right color. And you're just like, oh, so you just, you don't care. Okay, thanks for letting us know. You don't give a fuck. <laughs> Where is Ken Pavis when you need him, you know? Yes, somebody get him. But you know, Danny working <laughs> at this gym reminds me of my dad. So um, my dad is... Um, he has lung issues. So he's at home right now. And I was talking to him about it, about working from home or was his job mad? He was like, not really. Um, I have enough to retire from there. My dad retired from the military after 25 years. And now he's in the, he's been working for the state for 20 years. And he's like, I'm going to retire again. And I was like, oh, okay. He's like, they're not going to lay me off. I have so much FMLA. I'll sue these motherfuckers. And also I'm about to retire again. So they're not going to lay me off. I was like, oh, cool, cool, cool. And he's like, and I'm looking for a job. I was like, what? He's like, yeah, you know, I can work at like a church or YMCA, you know, something like 30 hours a week, maybe 35, 40 if they need me. And then I can, so how many fucking times are you going to retire, motherfucker? And I just like watching Danny stalk that gym. I was like, oh my God, that's going to be my dad. He's going to be at like Costco. He's just going to be, he's going to be a greeter there. And they're going to be like, my dad's name is David. They're gonna be like, uh, Mr. David, um, you're not on the schedule today. And he's like, I just wanted to come in and sweep up. That's the, he looks yeah. sad. Yeah. He looks fucking sad. <laughs> and then, but you know what? My dad's not a perv. And Danny is, and I feel like Danny goes there. I feel like Just Danny goes, Yeah, for the women. Do you do you is it possible Danny only goes to the gym so he can flirt with women and want and tell them how to make his their butts bigger? I think that's about 80% of it. I mean, he does seem to enjoy getting ripped, but I think, yeah, it, it all goes back to like getting some girl who, you know, spends her weekends at the Playboy Mansion. Yeah. When she was like, so first of all, my kids were being assholes. They they didn't want to go to bed. They're like, we're fighting sleep. And I'm like, y'all are such assholes. You should go to sleep. Sleep is so fun. Sleep is so fucking fun. And so I missed the part, like when they were leaving and I was like, why is Danny following this woman to her apartment? Does she know he's coming with her? At first I thought he was talking to her. And then I was like, look behind you, bitch. Look behind you. He's right there. And then, and then she starts cutting his hair. And I was like, oh, she's a hairdresser. And so he's talking to her and she's invi- he's inviting her out. The camera's there. And I'm just like, he doesn't give a fuck. He does not care that people are going to see this shit. He doesn't care that this girl is clearly n- not into him and just wants to be on TV either. I I think and when she was like, I'm usually out of town on the weekends. And I'm like, isn't that when hairdressers work? Like, what are you... <laughs> so are you telling me that you work one day as a hairdresser and the rest of the time people fly you to Dubai? Is that what you're fucking telling me right now? That's... It seems that way. Ugh. She's like out there with Farah and shit. 
Like, <laughs> I mean, if there was like a time hole or whatever. She had a really big like balcony situation. Yeah, she did, and she's for and a girl with this bad weave. Yeah, and he's like, "Is this all yours?" And she's like, "Yeah, it's just that's me to myself." And I'm like, "Dude, something ain't right with her." And so when. So to bring it back, when you said a girl that spends her time at the Playboy Mansions, I was like, ding, ding, ding. She's <laughs> absolutely on the invite list. She absolutely is at that Midsummer's night party. Oh, Guys, yeah. I have got to do a season of Girls Next Door because... You really do. You got to do the last one. You got to do the last season. Or even like yeah. the second to last season. Okay. Because... The whole time it was going on, my husband used to, we weren't married then, but he would come in there and be like, you watching that show with the white slaves? And I'd be like, yeah. The whole time I was watching it, I was like, this is not fair. This is, I was like, this, they, they're, they're all giggly and shit. And I said, the, that, that's, it's, that's not what's happening. This is some dark fucking shit. And every time, I remember when they used to go and talk shows and they'd be like, all they wanted to ask us is, do we have to have sex with Hef? And we told them, that's, our relationship's private. We don't do anything you wouldn't do with your man. And then Holly's book comes out. And everything in it, besides the part where she's like, I don't know why everybody said I was mean. I was just trying to help them. (laughs) Besides that part, everything else rang true. Every fuck, that's exactly what I thought was happening. I thought you were holding a flaccid 70 year old fucking penis while porn was playing on the walls and you guys were pretending to eat each other out. That's exactly what I thought was happening. And when we were all saying, this seems fishy and you were like, no, we're in love. <laughs> and now you're mad at us. <laughs> right. I, <sighs> I mean, whatever I do, it has to be something I was looking, I was thinking about, I mean, I'm going to let people vote on it, I guess. But I was thinking of like um, maybe next season doing like a making the band, um, maybe the one with Danity Kane, um, and we can like revisit Aubrey's like first faced. Like, R.I.P. Like, to Aubrey O'Day's first face. That such a cute girl. What happened? Adorable. Um, body dysmorphia happened. And I mean, so, clearly. <laughs> so like, Not anything I, healthy mentally wise. I would love, like, because this has been, Breaking Bonaduce has been dark. Very, very dark. Like, I couldn't go to a Lindsay Lohan. I couldn't go to a Breaking Bobby Brown. I'm not Breaking, uh, Being Bobby Brown from here. I couldn't do that because this has been so fucking dark. I have to do something stupid. And, yeah. you know, and it can't be rock of love. Oh There's a darkness to Girls Next Door, but I think they really try to hide it. They try to hide it with Kendra's dumb laugh. Oh, I would love to do the season of um, whatever her name, Keeping Up with Kendra. What the? I don't know what the fuck the show was called. Where Kendra her and on Hank, Kendra on top. Yes, of yeah. course you know it. That's why we're friends. <laughs> so I would love to do the season. The dumbest season ever where Hank is um, caught. I don't even think he cheated. I I think he just was like having an emotional affair with uh, a trans woman. And they pulled that that season out. They stretched it out as far as they fucking could. There is a scene where he says, I know you read all the news. She's mad at him. By the way, she's using a lot of slurs. But she's, and she's mad at him. I'm sure she called him the N-word when no one was looking. But um he goes i can't explain what happened i need to go to arizona 
I'll tell you when I get back. And he just drives away. And I was like, there is no fucking way this is how this happened. There is no way that he said, he put his hand up to his forehead and wiped the sweat from him and said, it's just too much to tell you right now. I have to go to, nobody has to go to Arizona ever for any reason. Like, what are you talking about? <laughs> what, are you, what are you talking about? I just love it's, that he like acting like he, there was no, like he didn't know anybody in his world that he could get weed from. Like, sir. Sir. You live in LA. <laughs> yeah. What happened? I'll tell you what happened. You were out and about and you're mad at Kendra because she's a fucking slob and a lot of other things. And you saw a cute chick. And you got her number, and then you went over and smoked some weed with her, and maybe you guys made out. I don't think they had sex, but maybe you made out, and then you guys were, like, texting, and maybe you sent her, you Venmoed her some money. I don't know if Venmo was a thing back then. Whatever. And then it came out. And now you want to act like you don't know what happened, and that she was the only place in California for you to get some fucking weed. Get out of here. You can get weed from Kendra, dog. Like, what do you mean? (laughs) Exactly. Kendra's high all the time. Kendra's That's why brother. Was, ask his brother. Kendra's, ask his... Oh, Kendra's brother smokes weed. Look at Kendra's brother. Definitely. <laughs> That's why she was always ghost riding the whip at the mansion. She was high. <laughs> <laughs> she was, do you remember that episode where she crashed yeah. the car? <laughs> oh my God. She was high as fuck. So get out of here. Get out of here, dude. I don't know. If you come up with some more ideas, people listening, Kara, anybody, if you come up with some ideas for me to do for what to do next, that's, that can be like less, I don't know, shooting coke in your dick the way this is. <laughs> <laughs> Please do let me know. And, and so that I can get some ideas. I'm probably going to do a, a poll or something like that, but I want it to be, I want the next seasons for me to be like, laughing a lot instead of being like oh no this is gonna this is not gonna go well i don't want that i want you want some levity to to buy pumpkin to the buy pumpkin franchise i want some levity i had a lot of levity with um with flavor flav um you're right there's a lot to laugh about there there is and danny there is stuff to laugh about but not in the cute way in the dark way like like when i was talking about uh the Grim Reaper tapping me on the shoulder. I mean, that's dark humor. Not, I want some light, light shit. All right. So we're, we're close to the end, right? We're close to the end. He's going to get an apartment. Um, Gretchen's worried because they're supposed to go to Italy for a week. I would, well, not right now, but I love to go to Italy for a week. <laughs> <laughs> I wish you know, I when all the dead people shit. are. <laughs> I, yeah. She said she's worried that he's going to start drinking, but I just like, at no point did it seem like she ever stopped drinking around him, which is like not her responsibility, but it's also mm-hmm. like if you're that worried about it, then like maybe we could not have a glass of wine at dinner for a couple months. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> and last week, last week she had him opening the bottle and I was just like, Gretchen, do you need to drink that bad? Do you really? Maybe you go to AA. Not, I don't think she's an alcoholic, but I'm just saying like, chill out. Just chill out and also Danny drinking in Italy is not your problem Danny drinking is your problem um even though um he said he hated that woo shit that he was doing in the rehab and he preferred AA even though he prefers AA I don't think he's working AA it doesn't seem like it I mean he's not talking about meetings he's not um he just 
I don't I think imagine like that. he he has like a he's like a Bruce Springsteen type where he's like I just got to do something real and I just want to be like with the hard guys and the workers and like you know like those real like hard scrabbles so you can like tap into yourself and like it's like okay I just want to be uh, guys with like dirty jeans talking about how they were like on the side of a highway he Excuse sees me. himself as like a real man like a like a a blue collar type dude. He he thinks of himself as that. And the idea of getting his chakras aligned is difficult for him. Right. Even though he completely cried doing music therapy. Oh my God. He... <laughs> but you know what? I don't, I'm not going to make fun of him because I'm not a religious person. Yet one time someone, uh, a friend of a friend of a friend tricked me into going to a bible study and then i didn't have a ride to leave so i had to just stay there and (laughs) they were doing a lot of talking and then at one point i was like am i crying why am i crying (laughs) and so like i can be susceptible to what's going on in the room so i think maybe danny was just having a hard day he just was like wait (laughs) i like this caveat about how nothing had worked for him and then it's two minutes into a sonata he's like weeping (laughs) He says to the guy, he said to the music therapy guy, he goes, Did I make that sound myself? I thought that sound and then it happened. I'm like, no, it's a tape. What is wrong with you? I thought I did that. I'm like, Danny. <laughs> you went from like a, like a, uh, yeah. Now I was like, you're a mind bender. You've been sitting in that lounging couch. <laughs> Daniel. To be fair, the blood was going to his head. It was. <laughs> true, true. When you're I don't know why I'm defending him so much, but I'm just saying, <laughs> I was literally crying in that Bible, and I was like, I do not believe any of this. Why am I crying? <laughs> I was just like, I, I think I just feel the power in the room. <laughs> I mean, I didn't never go back. Yeah. <laughs> I definitely didn't hang out with those people anymore. I was like, no, you guys, anybody that tricks me into a Bible study, we're certainly not friends anymore. <laughs> oh, God. I was like 28 when this happened. I was not a child. So. <laughs> <laughs> uh, okay. So Wait, can we just talk about one point where before he yeah. goes to look at the studio, he mm-hmm. tells Gary that he's going to move out to prove a point to Gretchen? That she, the, oh, that she won't be fine without him. So is he not going to pay the rent? Is he not, or, well, the mortgage or the rent? I think it's a rent. Uh, it's got to be. Yeah. So is he not going to pay the rent at that house? Is that what he's trying to say? I think he's acting like, I'm just going to remove myself from the situation and then you're really going to miss me. Which is I manipulative. Know. I don't know if she's going to miss him. either. I, I think Isabella's going to miss him, but I don't think she's going to miss him. Right. It, it's really like your life is going to be hell because the children are going to torture you and then I'm going to be calling you every day. Um, you know, I know that Isabella is not going to like that I'm gone. So she's going to make your life hell until you beg to have me back. Yeah. I, I think he really overestimates how important he is to Gretchen. I, me and my mom were talking and she's just like, I don't know what she was saying, but she was just much like me, my mom has a sense of humor that a lot of people don't get. And she's talking to me about how she's so sick of my dad that like 
she can't wait till he gets to the age where he dies and so she can be by herself. And I was like, you're talking so much shit right now. And I already fucking know I'm going to have to pull you from the fucking casket. You are so, you're such an overactor. I already know I'm going to have to be like, all right, Yvonne, get down, get down, get down from the casket. He's dead in there. And I know right. she's going to be like, what am I going to do? And I feel like Danny thinks that's what Gretchen's going to do. But Gretchen seems very done with him. Very, very. like... She doesn't want to fuck him. She doesn't think he's that funny. She, I don't know. I don't. So this is like a big twist because, or a big flip, because at the beginning she's starting to leave him. And then we get to this point where he's like, I'm done. I'm done. No, I'm done. And I also (laughs) think he fucked somebody else probably in this time. Pretty sure he did. He probably came close. Because otherwise, where's he getting all this? Where's he getting all these balls from? Because he's been chasing her the whole fucking season. Well, and now all from, of a sudden he's like, you know what? I'm done. Probably, he was getting his confidence from old nipples at the gym. <laughs> yeah. So they go out. They go out. It's him, her, and like four other dudes. Which is... Weird. Which is weird. I'm not saying... like I'm, I'm, I know people, women have like, can have a core group of guys that are friends. But can you imagine like... They're not kind friends. Kind of... Yeah, they're not friends. So you go out to meet Danny Bonaducci, who's filming a reality TV show, by the way. So let's not pretend like that shit's not happening. And like three dudes, and she's thirsty. She's real thirsty. She's like making a point to talk about how perky her boobs are. Only one of her nipples was hard. What was up with that? (laughs) It was. It was hard enough for both of them, frankly. <laughs> he's tell he's asking her how does she sit there, how she wear her dress with no panties. It takes her several beats to say carefully. Like they have a whole other conversation that she says very carefully. She's like, Oh, I gotta answer your question. I'm like, girl, you're dumb. And I just like Danny's behavior is so inappropriate. Meanwhile, earlier in the season, he ran up on Dan on Gretchen's band. Who had more members than the band? Like it had so many members in that band that some of them left the stage and they just kept playing. It, it was they didn't, it didn't need them all. Matter. It didn't it, even matter. He ran up on like the nerdiest dude trying yes. to press him and and accosted her and made her feel so bad that she was taking time away from the kids. She was going to be gone for an hour. Nobody's going to that bar. To listen no. to Gretchen Bonaducci. No. Nobody can, like, truly nothing about her musical career, if you even want to call it that, matters. Yeah, just let her no. do it. Just let her I do just... it. But yeah, you have no problem going to the Highlands on the weekend and leaving her to yeah, go. Yeah, he has no problem. People. He has no, like, he was, he slit his wrist. And threatened the crew and threatened her friends and all that because some gross strippers rubbed, got paid to rub on her. And he is at a, at a bar asking a woman how does she wear a dress without her, without panties on. If these these situations were switched, he would have murdered her. There's no, if she was like, how do you wear those pants with such a big dick? To some rando, he would have died. There's no way. It would have been a murder-suicide. 100. And I'm not even kidding. Like, 
he would have killed her for sure. Yeah, and so like he behaves so inappropriately, and yet he expects the world from her. I also I noted that he's out here at this club buying people drinks, transporting them. I don't know yep. why they can get their own fucking drinks, dude. Like you've got eighty dudes here with you. Send one of them. What is wrong with you? Yeah. Your friend he's, can get his own Cosmo. Yeah, I like and then the guys were ordering Cosmo that Nipples ordered a Hennessy and Coke. <laughs> <laughs> That's because Nipples' real boyfriend is an NFL player, and he taught her how to drink a Hennessy and Coke. That's what. That's why. Okay, and so he's over there talking to the bartender, giving the bartender way too much information. As a former bartender, I want you to know the bartender is not your friend. They don't give a fuck about you. They don't want to yeah. hear about anything. They want a tip. And if they pretend like they want to hear about something, it's for the tip. Okay? They don't want to hear. You're ordering, um, what do you want? He wanted a Red Bull in a can. What, what right. kind of tip is? No, dude. They don't want to hear all this shit. And they're just. No. This is where the show ends. But Gretchen's like talking to Dr. G and interspersed with this saying like if he. If he like cheats on me, I'm gone. I'm gone. I'm gone. I'm gone. I'm gone. And I just want to say, like Gretchen, why don't you just go ahead and leave? Just, just you don't want to be there. Just leave. He's got to pay you alimony and child support. Just do that. And because I'm, if I'm at the point where like I'm in a relationship and I don't want to have sex with you and it like repulses me, uh, you, you yeah. can, there's nothing there. There's no there there. Let it go. Yeah, I. The touch of someone that, and this is, so they're in a monogamous relationship. Well, no, they aren't. Danny's not in one. But you know what I'm saying? Like, in theory, the two of you are supposed to have sex with each other and no one else. Right. And one of you hates to be touched by the other person. So, okay. What are we going to do with this? Right. There's no coming back from that. Yeah. Every time she has sex with him, it's a favor. Truly, like, if you can't even hide the fact where you're just, like, the things that she says to him are, like, ooh, I would just die. Like, he deserves it, but I would die. And there's just no coming back from that point. Yeah. If you're telling somebody to take pills so you lose your sex drive so you don't have to have (laughs) sex with me, there's just, you're not not backing up out of that. No, you're not. And I don't think you can come back from all this stuff. But I will... In Gretchen's defense, I will say that you and I are very much like, like, I can't have the same argument more than a couple of times. <laughs> like, I can never be on a reality TV show because I'm not going to fight with you over this dog for 10 weeks. I'm just not going to. And I just, like, I don't have the patience for that type of stuff. I leave people all the time. Whenever anybody talks about how long me and my husband have been together, like a friend that's known me, they'll be like, yeah, I didn't think it was going to work. And I was like, they're like, you just leave. <laughs> like, I just know you too well. You just, you'll just get your, like that gif of uh, Viola Davis getting her purse is my entire life. Like, I just will get my purse and go to Chipotle. I'm not doing this with you. I'm not. And, so, and I'll just, I will block you on the way or change my phone number. I will just like pack a little bag and just move to a new state. I'm not doing it. So... <laughs> You're, you're totally right so the second time me and Danny were fighting over the fact that I was not worshipping his dick I would have just been like okay be right back and just like packed the bag and left and, and that's it leaving Count Dante in yeah. the dust 
You got these kids. They like you better than they like me. Keep them. <laughs> Come on. And I, I kind of think that's what she ended up doing. Like, I think, I, I, I don't know where I read this from. I could just be totally making this up. I think Isabella doesn't have a good relationship with Gretchen and she blames Gretchen for a lot of things. And I think Dante, it did come to that, that Dante, as he got older, it's more fun to be around dad because he's going to let me, he's going to let me um, drink beer. And he, he ordered a couple of sex workers over and, yep. and we took turns. I'm like, that's so gross. I don't even know why I said that. So, <laughs> Oh, that's disgusting. <laughs> All right. So that's pretty much it for this episode. Next week is the last episode. I'm hoping to get Liz on. Yeah. I haven't asked her because she's doing 70 podcasts a week. Yeah. Y'all check out Liz's <laughs> sister, her new sister wives podcast that I made her change a list for wives. It's, <laughs> it's great. <laughs> that's so good. <laughs> yeah you guys check it out it's a patreon only thing and our good friend liz um was laid off because of the rona and she likes to stay busy and she's trying to like keep busy during this time and she's also got a patreon so she can keep her phone on so that she can take texts from me about ugly babies Kara, have i sent you any pictures of ugly babies because i (laughs) on amazon Excuse me, I'm campaigning for Drew Thompson, but oh, Drew Thompson is a fucking adorable. On Amazon, (laughs) I saw a review for like eczema cream, and they put a picture of a baby that they did. I send that to you. I'm gonna send it to you. This baby looks drunk, greasy, (laughs) and red. He looks like the grand marshal of a white history day parade. That's what he looks like. He looks. He looks well, like look to he's gonna it. fight you in a fucking bar. That's what he looks like. But oh, wait, um, you, you guys support Princess? Liz's Patreon because I need her to keep her phone on so I can text her these pictures of these babies so she can look at them. Hey guys, um, this is Princess, and I think that I was laughing so hard at the idea of an ugly baby, and I've been so mean that God punished me by. Um, ruining me and Kara's connection, which is okay. We actually, like the last time we recorded, we forgot to hit record. And by we, I mean me, because it was my podcast. <laughs> but um, I want to make sure you guys know where you can find Kara. Uh, Kara, you can find Kara on Twitter at Kara B Tweets. You can find her on um, Instagram at Kara B Grams. You can listen to her multiple times a week on the podcast, Everybody's Business But Mine. I've talked to you enough about that podcast. You should be listening to it. If you're not subscribed to it, I don't know what you're doing with your life, but you need to get right with Jesus, go to a musical therapy session, cry, and then subscribe. Um, You can also follow Everyone's Business But Mine at EBBM on Twitter. Okay, that's it. Um, next week, hopefully I'll, I'll be back with Liz and I'll have better, uh, audio (laughs) and I won't cut people off. And I just promise not to talk about ugly babies anymore tonight. Okay. Bye. (laughs)